Hello, this is your POC podcast speaking. Hey y'all, this is your POC podcast with your hosts Michelle and Sally. So today we're going to be talking about self-help or just helping yourself in general. Um, So Sally, what what does self-help mean to you? When I think of self-help, I think of using your own skills, your own knowledge to figure out what you don't know and getting the resources that you need to fill in those gaps or, you know, answer those questions. What about you? I would say about the same. I think you put it really, like, you put it really well, um, I think I would have just said, like, trying to, I don't know, figure it out, whether it be through books, podcasts, or just asking your friends, like you really initiating um, and really looking for that support in whatever way you need it. So I think there's like two types of self-help, right? There's like the self-help where you like you help yourself, but then there's also like this like industry or this, I don't even know what to call it, but it feels like almost like a like a, a culture or something of like self-help, right? Like, like, oh, like, you know, doing the masks and all that kind of stuff. I feel like, I feel like that almost dilutes what the meaning of self-help should actually be, which is really just supporting yourself. If that makes sense. It does. And I like what you said about initiation. I do think that self-help requires initiation, And that also means that you ask for help. So self-help, because I think that sometimes folks may define self-help as it's all on you. It's just you, 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 you against the world. And I don't think that's necessarily true. I think it's about you being wise enough to say, okay, here's what I want. Like, here's the goal. Here are the steps I need to take. And here's what I need in order to reach each of those steps. And if that means asking for help or finding a mentor, I would still classify that as self-help. I I like what you just said about like knowing like when to help yourself, but also when to ask for help. Because I feel like that's the hardest thing to do is not just recognizing it and knowing that you need help, but actually vocalizing it and telling someone, hey, I need your help. And not be like, not let your ego get in the way of it. Because I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for myself. Like, I think ego plays a big part of why sometimes I don't ask for help because I feel like, oh, I should be able to do this by myself. Or like, you know, there's so many resources out there that I should be able to figure this out. But sometimes it's, you just need to put your ego down and just say, hey, I'm not getting it. Someone help me out. Oh, okay. Can I be, can I be honest right now? Folks who cannot (laughs) help themselves, I get very Mm. impatient with. And what Mm. you just said right now, the sort of, maybe it's because of your upbringing. I mean, we're both women of color and we grew up in certain environments where uh, to some degree there was this, this belief that, you know, we do need to pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps, right? And that could be Mm. a very toxic mindset. That could be something that's more... Um, harmful than it is helpful. But I I won't Mm -hmm. lie. I have come across folks in my life who they're so quick to ask for help and it irks me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Google it or like do some research, like take the time to figure it out for yourself. Now, I'm not saying it's, you know, 
I look at it as like, no, like you need to go and do some work on your own and then come and ask for help when you absolutely exhausted everything. But how much time, how much energy would we save if we would just ask someone who we know knows how to do exactly what we're looking for that we need to do, if we would just ask them for help, like how much time would we be saving? Um, Maybe even money, energy, effort would we be saving if we felt comfortable to say, I need help, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think what's really tough is that I think it's quicker to it's quicker and faster for someone to actually answer your question versus you figuring it out yourself. But I also think there's a lot of value of you figuring it out yourself, right? Because Definitely. you learn things a lot, a lot more, not quickly, but more deeply once once you have to figure it out yourself, right? Like you have to Google it, look for it, search for it, and then like do it yourself versus like someone giving you the answer on a plate. Um so I think there's like two different sides and I think we could argue about this all like all day, but um, I'm really curious, like how do you like help yourself? Like, like what are the tools and resources that you use that, you know, our listeners who may not know about them might want to leverage? Yeah, that's a good question. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm like on TikTok at least once a day. Um, and, while, <laughs> and this is not an ad for TikTok. Um, But while everyone is on TikTok for different reasons, right? I mean, you come across like dancing, you come across cooking. I also take a lot of time to look at, like look for, like based on my interests, if I'm really looking for new books to read, I look up book Mm -hmm. talk. Or if I'm interested in learning about marketing, I will look up marketing TikTokers, you know, and hearing what Mm -hmm. they have to say. Um, So I think I, I utilize the things that are accessible to me. Social media is super accessible in this day and age. And the other thing too is um, I like to think back and figure out like who in my life, who have I come across in my life that I think could help me with whatever thing I'm trying to do, right? Like this is why I do believe that you should treat people with the utmost kindness. You should always be a pleasure to work with because you never know when you might need someone to like reference or to ask for help. You've been that for me. You've also helped, you know, guide me with my job hunting and my networking too, as someone who knows the industry. So that's exactly what I mean by, I I look to people. I think people are one of the greatest resources. So that's what I do. What about you? I love that you, you talked about like, like people and like community because mine is actually the complete opposite. Like oh my myself, gosh, this is, is very left like side internal. of the brain, everyone. <laughs> it completely is. It's like very like internal, very individual. And I think just, this just shows how different we are as people. But I think that's also what makes us so awesome is we right. get to see so many different perspectives. Um, for me, like, especially like during this period that I have a bit of a, a break from the real world, so to speak. I've been really focused on like making sure that I exercise. And like you said, I, I use the resources that I have, whether it be YouTube, because there are so many, like so many great workouts on YouTube. Like it's, it's insane. Like there's, you, you have access to so much and everything can be like catered towards like, whether you live in an apartment, in a house, if you have equipment, if you don't have equipment. So I think there's so much out there that like, makes it really easy for you to just like kind of like ease yourself into it even if you don't like to work out or if you don't want to go to a gym and be in public um 
something else that I've been really like trying to hone in on is um, meditating. Mm-hmm. I know some people are going to be like, oh, that's a that's a bunch of like, mm, you know, like, you know, like wishy-washy, whatever, <laughs> like mojo kind of stuff. But like, no, like as a person who is very like, you know, like goal driven, action driven, like to do list kind of person, my mind is always racing. And at one point when I was working at my previous um, company, it got to a point where I was like feeling like this, like it was like overwhelming amount of anxiety to the point that it just felt like there was like this weight on my chest that I just, I I didn't know what to do with. And that's what really led me to meditation. And, and to be honest, like YouTube has so many great, like free, like, you know, you can do 10 minute, five minute, whatever time you have they have it. And I love that it's like, I'm sure like they get something out of it too, but it's also like just being able to have that access, especially if you don't have um, the means or like the resources to get to a therapist, which would be like the best, you know, the, the best thing that you could get. Um, but yeah, so that that's really been incremental for me. And then lastly is therapy. Um, which I'm sure we can get into later on, but those for me have been really like game changing exercise, meditation, and therapy. I haven't tried meditation. Not in, what I've been told is that meditation, the goal is to not think, like to get to a point where your mind is free of any thought. Is that correct? So, okay, everyone is different, and I'm not, I'm definitely not an expert in this, so please don't, like, don't take my word for gold. The way that I've interpreted it is that it's really a time for, like, I see it at the highest level that it's just time that you set aside for you. It's you prioritizing you. Um, And then below that, it's really just you sitting there and accepting whatever comes, whether it be, like, all the thoughts of what you need to do. But the idea is that you can hopefully like like sit yourself somewhere and then be able to see your thoughts pass but not be consumed by them so like for example if you're thinking about oh i have to do this i have to do this i have to do that but the thing is is that if we're not sitting still what will happen is we'll kind of follow the, the thought right we'll just follow and just keep going to each thought but the idea of meditation at least how i've come to interpret it is that you're able to sit there and like let them go but not be caught hmm. up in the emotion or in the thought that is there so what what tends to happen like just to give an example is that you might like for example if you're hanging out with a friend and you know they say something that you know makes you feel like oh is this person mad at me or not but what ends up happening is if if you get caught up in the emotion you kind of spiral right you think about oh, it you sure, keep thinking sure. about it you keep thinking about it and it just it just goes in there the done that but yeah <laughs> But the idea of meditation is that like, you'll be able to recognize, hey, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is how I'm feeling. But is and then the next step where ideally, at least I want to get to is be able to recognize it, but then also say, okay, is this realistic? Is Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking, like actually going to happen? Or is it a rational, like, concern? If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does. I think it's like a, you allow yourself the time to think of the other possibilities instead of when you act out of emotion, someone hurts you, you're just like, oh, they're so mean. They want the worst for me. But like Mm -hmm. meditation is kind of like, or they could have had a really bad day. 
and you know they (laughs) are or they were stuck in uh traffic and that really upset them because they were late and you know it just allows you time to like okay maybe it's not an attack of you know or them attacking you um it could be much bigger than that so so knowing what we know knowing what we do to help ourselves at what point do you feel like you need to ask for help like you need to reach out to someone and ask for help Mm, that's a good question um and this will go back to what i said earlier therapy godsend um I I think I realized I needed help when I knew I couldn't do it by myself. Um, so with the instance of therapy, um, what had led me to it was there was just a lot of things happening at my previous employer that um, kind of came to a breaking point, which ended up causing me to leave. And then I realized in that moment that, hey, I need help and I can't do it myself. Like up to this point, I've been giving it my all, trying all these different things like meditation and exercise and so on and so forth. And it's not enough. Um, And I knew that I needed to ask for help. So I think in that moment, or just like the, the moment that I know that I need to ask for help is when I realize myself that I can't do it alone. And to be honest, there's a lot Mm. of things that we can't do alone, even if we'd like to, but sometimes it's 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 easier to do it with others than it is to do it alone and i also understand that there are some people who like to do it alone because they want that control because to be honest i was i i was slash am still one of those people um so it's definitely something that i'm still struggling with but working towards what about you Zoe? yeah that's really good i i feel the same way i think in addition to knowing when you can't do it yourself for me it's when I've made a change mm-hmm. and I'm still not getting the results that I want. So for example, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've mentioned before that I do take the time to, you know, do some research, you know, hear what other people are saying. I listen to podcasts a lot. I mean, there's a lot of great wisdom you can find um, on different, you know, platforms, media platforms. And when I, I feel like so, I do take the time to really think about, what I'm learning, what I'm gaining and implement changes. But if I can't, if I've made a change and the result that I want still isn't coming, a red flag goes up and it's like, okay, you need to ask for help. And that's the same thing that I saw with job hunting. I mean, I was getting all these interviews before I found my current job and nothing came from it. Like I was interviewing like crazy, maybe two or three times a week. And Mm -hmm. there were no callbacks. There were no, like, moving you to the next level. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I was like, okay, I've made changes. That's what got me all these interviews. But something now needs to change again because I'm not getting the callbacks or I'm not moving to the second round Mm -hmm. or they're not showing interest beyond that initial meeting. So for me, I'm like, okay, now I'm going to try to figure out if I can do this on my own. Maybe, you know, ask someone, hey, I'm going to give you the answers I shared in this interview. Can you let me know what you think? And if they, based on that feedback, I I just, I'm still getting nothing, then I know, okay, maybe, maybe I need to bring in a lot more people because this is something I can't really do on my own, you know? But that's what it is for me. It's exhausting options. That's really interesting that you, that you put it the way you did, because I didn't actually think about it like that. Like, oh, it's 
it, you know, I made a change and the change worked because I got the interviews, but then afterwards I wasn't getting, I wasn't moving forward in the process. So that means I need to change something else. I actually didn't think of it like that. I always, I always think of it as like, oh, if you get in and that's like, that's the battle, like, like that's it, you've won. Right. Um, Cause to me, I think of it as the hardest part is just getting your foot in the door after, after that, there's so many other, like, um, so many other factors that play into it. And I, and I'm not just talking about like looking for a job specifically, but I think about like, and this applies to multiple situations. Um, but that's really interesting. I guess like what does, so what is looking for external help look like to you? Like, like, let's just say in the context that you, that you use, does that mean that you reach out to your network? And then are there any other situations outside of job hunting that, you know, you would look for external help and how would you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I will look for people who have either a similar experience or similar interests. And I ask them for help. Is it the, is it, is it the same for you or how do you, how do you navigate who you're going to ask help from? Yeah. I, I don't, the more we talk, the more I'm just like, wow, we're so different, but I mean, like we're an awesome team, which is, I, I think the greatest part is that I guess I think of it. And, and I think this is also because of our personality too. You're, I, I like to think that you're much more extroverted than I am. So to me, I actually think about it. I don't actually feel like I have that many people in my life that I feel like I could always turn to. Um, in, in terms of like, oh, like every, like I, I have someone for everything. Does that make sense? It's not that I yeah. don't have people around me, but it's that I don't have people around me that I know I can turn to for like, you know, anything mm-hmm. I can think of in my head. Um, and maybe, maybe you mentioned a little bit differently, but that was how I interpreted it. But I think for me, um, because it's really difficult for me to ask for help, I normally, if I turn to people, it's normally those closest to me, meaning my family, my partner, and then probably my friends afterwards. And that's real, and that really comes from a place of like psychological safety, if that means, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I know that with these people that, that they won't judge me for asking a quote unquote dumb question. Um, and that's really where I lean in and just say, Hey, like, you know, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? So like, yeah, I think for me, it's, it's really about feeling safe to ask the questions to the people in my life and I think that might be why I feel like I don't have someone to like all these different people to go to different things is because I have to have a sense of like comfort and trust and like safety around the person that I ask that of because I feel like there's a level of vulnerability of have of like being able to ask for help um so that's why I really keep it to those closest to me I think it's interesting what you're touching upon right now, I think we'll eventually cover in our mentorship episode. I think this is going to really set that conversation up nicely because right now what we're talking about in terms of self-help is the process that it takes to finally ask for help, right? Like that's, that's Mm. the tricky part. And part of that is realizing one, that you need help two that it's going to be very vulnerable because you're in this position where you need something Mm -hmm. from someone. And then you're going to have to figure out who can help me and who's the right person to help me, you know? But I think that proceeding with that kind of caution can be very beneficial because since you're in such a vulnerable position, you don't want someone to be like, you know, to tear you down when you're, when you're, when you're in need, 
what's really interesting is that I really think it is like a mind block where like you kind of like psych yourself out before you go like it, it, it's like that saying like you never what you never know what's going to happen unless you try um and for me I think it's really that mental block that you know puts those thoughts into my mind that oh like this isn't going to go well or oh they're not going to help me but in reality when you ask people are more than happy to help and I think they are. I think the trick for me is really just asking um so I guess like what I'm curious to ask you about, and, and I don't know if you'll have an, have an answer for this, but if you don't have someone who can help you with like whatever it is that you're working through, how do you get access to that help? Like, how do you like find it? Right. Or like for people who, you know, don't have a lot of close friends or don't have like, you know, a circle of friends that are trying to do something different. Like how mm. do they find those resources um, Ooh. to get what yeah. they need? That's a tough one. You're right because I, if you know me, I'm a, I'm a people. You're a social person. butterfly. I mean, yeah, I can. I mean, I can be at the bus stop with you. Have no idea. <laughs> you could be a serial killer, and I'd be like, "Hey, are you also catching the five bus?" <laughs> like, um, yeah. No, this is a good question because, um, okay, this might be a cop out, but yeah. I do feel like at some point, you know, you're going to like, you're going to have to reach out to someone. I mean, if, especially if you can't do it yourself and especially if you're not getting the help that you need from the resources we've discussed, you know, researched, going online, um, watching YouTube. I mean, actually you might be able to solve your problems with YouTube because there is so much stuff on YouTube. But if that is not the case, I think that you have an additional challenge. That's what I'll say for the folks who are in those, mm. who, for folks who are in that particular position, I think you have an additional challenge, which is to get over the hurdle that is speaking to people, talking to people. Like it, yeah. I, I know that's, it sucks to hear, but I do think that you're going to have to make a way to connect with others. It doesn't have to mm. be, like a whole boardroom, it could just be one person. Because here's here's what I have done in the past. If I've only been connected to one person and I'm, and I I need their help with something, they they've they're outright and they're like I can't help you. Okay, can you recommend someone who you think might be able to? Right, and at and at that mm-hmm. point, you're at least getting closer to what you're looking for. So mm-hmm. my advice or my response to that question would be for folks who feel like they absolutely have no one, maybe they're just like a, they're a lone wolf running around in the desert. Um, <laughs> I just watched Hangover. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh my God. If you feel like you're having to do this by yourself, you truly are someone who you're an introvert, you know, you, you keep to yourself and it's not a bad thing. I want to say one, you haven't, you have an additional challenge coming your way, but two, if you can muster up the courage to talk to at least one person, make a genuine connection with one person, um, I think you would you would be in a much better position than before. How would you respond to that? Or like, what's your answer? Because we've already established we're very, very different. We're two sides of the same brain. So what was the, what would the left yeah. side of the brain say? To be honest, everything you just said totally hit like like it struck a chord. I was like, oh, okay. And the irony is, is that so I went to the career center the other day and they gave me that exact advice. They were like, you just no. got to reach out to people. You just got to go talk to people. You just got to throw yourself out there. And I was like, I need to put my big girl pants on and just do it. And 
I think no, like no, because because being an introvert, like okay. So the thing is, I think I'm an extroverted introvert. So I lean more towards introversion, but I can be an extrovert in certain situations when I need to, you know, go. I can go, but that's not that's not my like that's not really where I thrive. It's not your go to, um, yeah. Yeah, it's not my go-to. I can do it, but it it it, it like it sucks energy out of me. Um, but I went to the so backstory. I went to the career center looking for some help, right? Because I was like, hey, I'm not able to get where I need to go. I know I need help based on like not seeing these results. So I went to them and I said, hey, can you help me? And they're like, I can, but you know what you're looking for best, and mm-hmm. you'll be able to like sift through and figure out what are you looking for and target that and like figure out where you need to go next so we can help you but the thing is is that it actually works better if you do it yourself and we can be here to make introductions and do all that kind of stuff and I'm like okay I I kind of knew this answer already but I was hoping for like an easy way out and it was like no they weren't giving it to me so I was like okay big girl pants on let's do this and it's a good Um, it's a good skill right for I mean because if it's not now if you're not having to connect with people now you're going to find yourself in the same situation yeah. in the future. I, I'm sure. I am sure. Unless you you continuously avoid it, then I don't know. I don't know how much growth comes from that. If you're just avoiding the thing that you, the, the thing that you know, you need help with or the step that you need to take to yeah. get that help. Yeah. The way that I've, I've kind of, I've actually written it out too. That's, so that's how I've like, kind of like nice. it all out is that I figured out I've like given myself time like okay you know reach out to these people worst comes to worst they don't respond that's the worst that could happen right the best thing that could happen is that they could talk to you you learn something and then great move on or like you know they could send you to someone else who knows what doors that opens up um in addition to that I've also like tried to kind of comb through like okay who have I met who I feel like would be good to reconnect with or, you know, just figure out where they are, let them know where I am, um, that I felt like I had a really genuine connection and reach out to them. Um, So that's how I'm kind of tackling it is like, okay, there's this unknown that I can tap into, just, you know, put on my big girl pants and just go for it. Whatever happens, happens. And then the other side is, okay, my, my, psychologically safe circle like who do I feel like I could reach out to and just be really blunt with in terms of like what I'm looking for and like just see like you know put out some feelers um so that's kind of the approach that I would advise and also what I'm planning to do so we'll see what happens if you also have friends who are extroverts perhaps they could help you perhaps you could tell them hey I need to find someone who could help me with this. Do you know anyone or can you make an introduction or would you feel comfortable maybe like tapping back into your network and, you know, connecting us? Because I think that might also be, um, that could be an opportunity, right? Like you're, you're Mm -hmm. still, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, but you're not doing all the work yourself. So actually you're asking Mm -hmm. for help two times. (laughs) You're asking someone to help you make a connection so that you could ask that other person for help. But you, you you catch my drift. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's actually a really good point. And I, I really want to like highlight that because I think there's a nugget of gold in there that maybe people have missed. And I just want to reiterate, it's that there are people in your life who are connectors. And what I mean by that is there are people that are, you know, 
connected to a lot of people and they know a lot of people. And all you have to do is really ask them, hey, do you know someone who does this? And they can connect you to a bunch more people. Like Those are the people that you really want to lean into, especially if they're in a space that you want to go into. Um, but yeah, that that's that was gold. I loved it. Nuggets, golden nuggets, nuggets for everybody. Golden nuggets. But yeah, I, I think before we end the episode, um, I think one way that it'd be good to end slash tie off this episode is to introduce our book of the season or books for the season. Mm. This season, we'll be reading Will by Will Smith just to learn about his journey, learn about how he persevered. And at the end of the season, we'll share our thoughts, what we got out of it, and most likely we'll tack on some more books because we're definitely a bunch of bookworms here. So thanks for tuning in. If you feel so compelled, please, you know, leave a comment on our social media page, on our Instagram page. Let us know how you help yourself. We'd love to hear it. We're all a work in progress and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to your POC podcast. Follow us on Instagram at your POC podcast or email us at your POC podcast at gmail.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.